Hi, my name is Ty Owens. Welcome to Black Flavor Radio. I'm here with my co-host. Cody Williams. We're here to fuck shit up. We're here to fuck shit up. This is our very first podcast ever. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting for us because we've been talking about this for a very, very long time. And How long have we been talking about this? This has been going on... I don't know, for like a year now. We're Co- horrible it's, procrastinators. It's, it's been a couple of years. It's mostly because we were broke and I didn't have enough equipment well, to, really, I also, uh, I to also, really do this. You keep in mind, I also did just get my own house. That so is very true. now we have a base. Yeah, we actually have a nice studio to do this in. And, you know, it's it's really exciting. You know, I got I got, I've been really excited to really do this. So here we are. And I think this first episode, we all we have to do is just, you know, really introduce ourselves. Yeah, introduce who we are, what we do, why we even do this, the name Black Flavor in general. Yeah. There's a lot to explain. So A lot to explain. So, I guess where we'll start is the beginning. Okay. So, so the beginning of it all, of how Cody and I met. Okay, so I met Ty, Ty Gorius Emporius, mm-hmm. the master planner. Uh, I met him in high school. Uh, when I, I was like, I'm a grade above him, so technically, uh, you know, like I'm a year above he, him. He was he was the upperclassman, so I was like, I was a cool guy. He was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was I was I a sophomore or a freshman? I think you were. I I think when we first started talking, I, I you were a freshman. I was a freshman. You're yeah. right, because I looked fucking weird. <laughs> I, I don't look I definitely don't look the way I but looked back did, in the day Okay I think the first time When was Battle of the Bands Was that senior year That was your senior No no, no That, that was your sophomore That was your sophomore year Because I remember that Because I actually ran sound Right For and Battle I was, of the Bands I started year. remembering Sunday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shortly after that That's right That's right You were with uh, Mark Mark Yeah Mark Schroeder Mark Schroeder And um Zach Golden. Zach Golden, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So Wow, memories. I know, right? That's a long time ago. Long ass time ago. Um so yeah, we met in theater tech and Which and theater tech is, if you don't know, it's like you're not actually in theater, you're building all the set. Like, yeah, you're, you're building like all the sets. And you're, you know, laying all the the uh the stuff down for all the theater kids. You're, you know, pulling wires and pushing buttons like I did because Whenever I was in theater tech with Cody, I ran sound for mostly, you know, the whole I, thing. I just cut wood. He, yeah, he just built shit. And <laughs> the um, was actually there. But to better compare our relationship, whenever we were in high school, it's more like the Mordecai and Rigby uh, relationship. He was, you know, the guy that I, you know, always followed around, and well. he was the troublemaker, and I was the two, the goody goody. Back in the day, so uh, yeah, well, that's that's to, that's. I, I used to skip school a lot. A lot. It was it was more than a lot. You <laughs> there was there were times in the week that I'm just like, I'm probably not gonna see Cody in class today, and I was very sad. It made me very sad whenever well, you weren't around. Well, I'd like to skip school. I, I well, I understand, <laughs> but it all comes down to I found out Ty was playing guitar, learning guitar. Yes, and so I. You know, I, at my age, I, I, you know, I was pretty good at guitar for my age. I would say, like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, toot my own horn here or anything. But for my age, like, you know, I was like, you know, I was, I'm I, still today, I'm always get very excited when I hear about people picking up, you know, guitar or any instrument because 
you know, it's it's a it's a bold step mm-hmm. into a new direction that it, it is difficult, and if you take it seriously, it can take you places. So yeah. when I found Ty, and he was like, "Man, I'm, I'm learning guitar," we started hanging out. I went to his house. Yeah, I, uh, dude, I totally yeah. I, we till this Boondock today, from, <laughs> today I still remember that day that you came over, and I was so excited. For one, it was uh, I like I I grasp onto people a lot whenever. I am learning that craft. Like whenever I did start learning to play guitar, I saw Cody and I knew he was an amazing guitar player. But whenever he actually came over to my house that night, that's whenever I was like, oh, yeah, I want to be like this guy. Like this is this is the guy that I want to follow, you know, to better myself. And uh, that's whenever I got into ROTC and met Phil. And that's whenever I didn't know that y'all legendary, were actually friends. Legendary Philip. Yeah, the legendary Phil. Phil Phil Philip Motchuk. Philip J. Motchuk. But uh yeah, so that's where, where it really all started was he came over to, to to my house to jam. I was we were in my music room and you were just playing and I was like, Holy fuck, like this guy is a fucking badass guitar player, like I want to be like that. I have to give credit to Philip because if it wasn't for Phil, I would never have a rival. That's and true. Phil and me always were rivals mm-hmm. growing up. Like he was supposedly the greatest guitar player in junior high. I, I, that was that pissed me off. <laughs> so I was like, you know, fuck this dude. I'm gonna try to get better than him. We end up being best friends, and ever since then, we still are. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say I lost a race because if you listen to Phil play now, well, you, <laughs> okay, y'all, you you and Phil took two different paths. Uh, whenever, okay, so whenever we left high school, you know, Cody went on his own path with music and guitar. You know, he played in a punk band. Punk band. Well, I mean, you 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 started a band with your wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it again? Oh, well, I mean, Peregrine. A, a, Peregrine, but it still had Phil in it. You know, yeah, 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 yeah sure, Phil. Sure. Phil was in your band. I'm just saying Phil now, because Phil is like going to school to be a conductor. True. Like so, but like, like, yeah, the, I mean, but still, we're we're even even through then, we are all taking very different different paths, and in way of Phil, like he he is, you know, obviously, in our eyes, a virtuoso, and like yeah, well, I mean, he just, that, he that just took his craft and ran with it. It ran like, with it, you know. Yeah, but we we, we do, can't get too far off. So can't, yeah, well, yeah. but but still, but we got we're trying to introduce characters that we're probably going to bring up. Yeah, uh, well, so. I mean, also people that we're actually going to be bringing on this podcast, like true, true. we're all, we're obviously going to be bring Phil on this podcast, and I think you know, let him talk about his own experience mm-hmm. from going from being uh, a, a guitarist, sh- a shredder. That yeah, yeah, like some guy that just shreds in his bedroom, mm-hmm. which I'm not talking shit because that's who, like, that's like kind of what I am. Like, yeah, you know, compared to going to college and studying classical and taking and transcending guitar into that aspect. Yeah, and like so I that'll mean, be his whole conversation. Yeah. So going back to when we exited high school, you were I, I was a junior, you were a senior, you left, and after that, I didn't see you for a while, you know, because during that time I was in my own band with uh two uh three of my other friends and you know we did battle the band senior year and that's whenever i kind of already you know was like okay i want i want to do this this is this is what i want to do 
for the rest of my life is play music in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And after I got out of high school, I was working at a music lessons place, uh, you know, a music uh, store, I guess, where they taught lessons. And that's where I met my very first, like, real band, Sundown Audio. And I remember we, I was in Sundown Audio, or no, wait, I was in Rainchild. Sundown Audio, I was in Sundown Audio for a while, and then I got into Rainchild, that band that I am in today. And I remember... Which was, a, honestly, was a blessing for you to meet these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I they, mean... They completely molded you to who you are today. Yeah, true. Um, if it really wasn't meeting, you know, all these guys, especially, uh, you know, Matt, my drummer, he, he, you know, if it wasn't for Matt, I would not be in, you know, Rainchild today. You know, I mean, that's a, that's generally a blessing. You found these this this group of older gentlemen that that really took you in. Yeah, I was uh nineteen years old. Yeah, that's amazing. N- nineteen with a bunch of uh, you know, later twenty year olds and uh, and you know that well, that that was that was a uh well, a very wanna, huge step. I'm gonna holler out to Ty. This motherfucker learned like. I don't know how many covers in a short period of time. Like that. I had to, work, I, think I had to learn 40 to 45 covers in about three weeks. See, that's, that's wild to me. Like three I, weeks. Well, I mean to be considered, like I did not have really anything else to do. Like I, I see, re- I'm ADHD as I mean, I, 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 I do sitting in one spot for this amount of time for that. Like it's hard for me to like, I'm a writer. I, I yeah. love to write. Like, so like, you tell me. You tell me to sit down and write. Like, I mean, uh, it's something I have to work on. Yeah, it's, yeah it is because it, like, it's, like it's I, a, I, I want to learn all these covers to do because we have a game plan. We'll bring that up later. Yeah, about our cover situation. Like, but but, but later. But seriously, that is some serious endurance. It it was it was a very much a huge challenge uh, because basically what it was is. You know, whenever I first got into Rainchild, the very first thing I ever did with this band, I didn't, I'm never, I didn't play a show with them, never rehearsed with this band before. Uh, I, I mean, I've, I've worked sound for them for about a year. Um, oh, you did? Mm-hmm, yeah. I didn't know I, that. I would, yeah, I would go to their shows and I would run sound and run lights for them because during that time, Sundown Audio was broken up. Mm-hmm. So I had nothing to do. I, and I was very much craving the... Excuse me. How <laughs> the fuck did I not know that you did this? We we never saw each other. Remember? Well, yeah, that's true. We, I was there doing was, like Peregrine shit. Yeah, you were doing Peregrine. You you were... You and... We we had a huge gap where we did not see each other after high school. For like about three, four years. Got, yeah, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. And in between that, you know, I, you know, ran sound for Rainchild for a while. I then got the call that the bassist of Rainchild was leaving and they wanted me to basically so they didn't even want me in the band yet uh, my audition get this like i said never played a show with them never rehearsed never even learned one of their songs once hmm. was to shoot two music videos with them that was my very first thing with Rainchild and i had to learn their songs on the spot the day I had to do the shoot and it was hard. Like I was fucking sweating bullets, bro, because I had, we, they, during that time we were in Willis, Texas in the middle of nowhere in this house. Mm. And 
I mean, I knew the band. I was great friends with, you know, Matt, Dustin, Jason. Yeah. You know, they only, they, all they knew me as this this kid. And who you were? I was. I was 19. <laughs> and they were like almost damn near 30. And, um, the, like, like I said, the very first thing I had to do was learn two songs from them. And Jason basically just like, just gave, just gave me like the basic box of the song and just like, Play. Well, at, at at that point, how many covers did you know? None. You so this was yeah this this was start. literally the very first start, and I we it it was a whole week, and we shot the music video, and there had to be some sit down time. Oh yeah, no, obviously, like I, I, yeah, I there yeah. was I didn't I wasn't just going in there blind. Like Jason sat me down and was just like, right. you know, but here you, here's the bass parts. But you knew the fundamentals, so right? I mean, right. Like when you sat All, down, like you, you, it was it was just learning. Yeah, parts. right. But so the only thing they really wanted me to do was, you know, be my natural self, like I am on stage, which is being the wild child that I was, and yeah. you know, being being the live presence in in the shows and well you still are the 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 most lively person well you know that's 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 a whole conversation in itself (laughs) uh about how how that all started but um but yeah no that's how i started in rainchild and that's you know i've been in the band for seven years now yeah it's been it's been a long time coming man and And it's it's crazy because like Ty was always in this in this in Rainchild, and I was always like, "Man, he's 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 in this fucking badass band." Mm. And it, it, it's kind of weird because you know I I band hopped a lot. Like I'd be in one band and be in another band, and I always in the back of my mind wanted to work with Ty. I remember going to Jimmy Chunga's, and you were my server. Mm-mm. I I wasn't your server. You were my server. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah. I was asking you, I was like, dude, we should link up. And But you were really busy with Rainshot yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm sorry, man, I can't. Like, yeah, like, and I was like, fuck, man, like, I really... I remember you got, you getting really butthurt about that. Well, because I, I was like, that. because I, I was like, you know, like, me and the drummer, you know, like, we would get, I mean, we had a lot of stuff down, you know, but... I was like, all I need is like a bassist. I need a vocalist. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what I needed for years. That's all I needed. Cause for years, me and the drummer, I was using like, was, we would just get stuff on and on. Like I didn't even have to like, it, everything just flowed mm. and I, I was just writing and writing and writing. And th- but there was always this missing ingredient. Like mm. I would join bands and we would play shows. Like I would get in these certain bands and we would play really good shows, but it was never like my creation. Right. And I was always hindered into a, a box of how this band wanted to be. Like most bands that start out, like if, if and I knew, in, but in the music world that that me and Cody are in, if you ever join a band, like like for me, for example, as well, like in Rainchild, that wasn't. I I came in. We were hired guns. You know, we 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 literally came in t- being told what to do. Yeah, and, that technically is like you know. Anytime I joined a band, it was they listened to me play, and yeah, like Ty said, hired guns. And but that's the bad thing about being a hired gun is there is no expression, like true expression, because like whatever band you join, if they have a certain sound, you have to play to yeah, that sound. You have to play it, like in like for me, like I had to play Rain Child sound, in particular, like during that time, whenever I was the young musician that I was, that wasn't actually the sound that I wanted to play. 
Yeah, true, you know? true. That's like me. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I really don't want to throw out band names like or people I worked with, but you know, I was in a pop punk band, and that was one thing that really bothered me was being held to just play pop punk music, right? And that that boxed me in, like, and I'm I, that that's, I mean, I understand that that's the sound that they want to go for, but personally, uh, you know, just me, I'm like, why should you hold your I don't know, I guess your potential right. to to just one certain sound mm. when you could do so much with your talent. You could make a broad spectrum of sound. Right. You you know? could, it, the, and, and, and for me, like whenever I first started out in Rain Shout, they were like a southern rock band. Yeah. And not, you know, not to shame any genres, but that's just not, that wasn't the type of band right. that it's I wanted to be. That's yeah, what, it's not what, what you want. Yeah, it's not what you want to do. It. But being a hired gun, you do it just because that's it, what they need. That's what they need. For and one. also and connections. It gets you on stage. It gets you on stage too. And that's a huge thing uh, that I think you agree with getting on stage is where you come alive. Right. Absolutely. Like I, a- when absolutely. I get on stage, I, I, that's when I become Cody Williams. And like, that's where I become Ty. Like yeah, that's like, where, that's where I, I, I mean, that's why this, the whole reason, you know, we pick our instruments up and, and be, of course, like we love to do it, but we do it to get on stage. Right. To, to, to shine our material, you know, and that's, that's when it becomes hard is when you're not doing, you're, you're playing yeah. what you want to do. When you're limited. Right. When it, when it, you only, you the only time whenever you really feel okay is whenever you're on stage because yeah. that's what, that's what we, that's what, that's what we do. Fucking do. That's years and years of picking the guitar or the bass or both up every single day. Right. And it's all what it comes down to do is, like you had to think about touring musicians. Mm-hmm. Why do they, why do they even start that band? Because they knew they wanted to tour. Yeah. They 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 knew they wanted to create music that was good enough for people to care about, mm-hmm. to go in a bus or a van, you know, to just go out and play. Yeah. You know, you think about a starving artist. Like they, yeah, they're starving because they don't care about having money or anything. All they care about is their art. Right. And that's that's, I think. One thing that honestly, you know, true musicians will see that. True artists will see that. It doesn't it doesn't care about the about the, you know, the glory or anything like you right. know, like or getting famous. It, that, that that shit doesn't matter. It's just about being a, a true artist. Mm-hmm. And when I met Ty, and he went his path, and I went my path. Over time, here we are. Yeah, back. Well, I mean. It, we we've been together for a while now. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been it's been about like a good like five to six years since we've got back. Maybe even longer than that. I think so. About maybe even seven, eight, rather. Because like, I whenever I first started at Rainchild, that's whenever I saw you again at Jimmy's, and then mm-hmm. that's whenever I started back at Jimmy Chongas. Mm-hmm. Remember, because. That's whenever we, we had the pinnacle we always of had the a, Jimmy employees. We always had like, uh, we always talked about getting together. Yeah. You know. And, and that's whenever you got your old house. Right. But, but is what happened, I don't know what happened in like the last year, mm. but we, we actually started making moves. Yeah. Like we started linking up a lot more and, you know, we started building the room we're in now, mm-hmm. the studio. No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, once you got into the new house, that was, that was always the goal. Was yeah. this was going to be the home base for you and I to really start, you know, black flavor, black flavor, and 
to to back it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So whenever I first started in Rainchild, the one big thing I learned out of this whole music industry is bands aren't just, you know, bands. You know, they're they're not just people that just go up on stage and, you know, play perform, yeah. and perform. It's a business. It is a business. It's, it's a, absolutely it, it, you a know, business. you're 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 in a in a business with four 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 people, you know, or you know, some people it's just by themselves or just, you know, like us, we're just two dudes, you know, doing this together. And there's there's a lot more to just playing right. your songs. I mean, you can be the most talented person, like you really can, but if if you cannot uh, hold yourself in, uh, accountable in a band or be responsible enough with the things that are outside of just the talent element mm-hmm. or the the sound element, you're not you you, you, you just can't be. You're not, you're not, I mean, you're not going to go anywhere. Like, you know? I'm saying, like you can be the best guitar player, but if if you you here's the messed up part, like yeah, you can be great, mm-hmm. but if you can't hold a job, if you can't do uh, like buy your own equipment, you know that get your own transportation. Yeah. That's the, that's the whole, that's, that's a whole aspect that you have to consider about working with other people in a band. Cause it is a business just and, like you yeah, said. And what's crazy is that everything that you said is just literally a minute detail. It's, yeah. It really, you is. know, there's so much more that you have. But it's a detail because, that, that defines but, yeah, but that's the, how hard do you want this? Yeah. That's, that's the first part. But the second parts are, is like, okay, like whenever you start getting this business going, it's like you're it's day and night this is all you breathe right right i mean like so pretty much to put it simply mm-hmm. like me and ty are the ceos of black flavor mm-hmm. so if we're going to bring in other employees aka other musicians you know other artists like who do you think we would bring in yeah. We would have to bring in musicians that are, yes, very seasoned, used to playing shows, very good at their instrument, have or, great worth or their craft. Also, that's only part of it. Like you have got to be able to uh, pay for your own stuff, have a work ethic outside of, mm-hmm. like you know, a source of transportation. Because you know, we can't do always be picking up. Like there's just so many other things outside of the music realm that you have to take into consideration of actually if you can be a worthy person to be in a group that is actually trying to take themselves seriously right and and it's how how much do you really want this right and if if you really want it you will that those little things aren't anything like it is you working a job that big of a fucking deal no i i do it so i can right. do my dream you know exactly. the same thing for you exactly you know? so we we, we, we do n- shit we don't want to fucking do so we can do things we love to do exactly and as much as we might hate our jobs like well i mean i don't well, really hate my job you like your job I do, i'm I like during at this time of like the quarantine obviously i'm jobless but you know that's the way yeah, she goes it is what it is it is what He's it is a bartender so you know and these troubling times i had two bartending jobs down in downtown houston and you know i really miss it i really miss the uh the connections that i had with uh the bar industry downtown not to say that you know i'm not going to be back in that scene very soon it's just that you know the way the world is right now i i really don't want to be around anyone you know what i mean sure i get it i get it And, and but here's the thing like but going back like i said you worked that job 
Yeah. You work that job so you can do the things that you really want to do. Yeah. But that's the yin and yang of life. Yeah. You know, you got to do shit you don't really want to do so you can do the fun shit that you want to do. Like, do you think this room could have been possible without Absolutely us busting not. our ass? No. Like, seriously, like, all of all of the stuff that we've put into this room, we busted our ass, on, like, during the week, picked up extra shifts, blah, 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 all that good stuff just to build. And that's, like I said, very minute detail to becoming the musician, you know, a true, like, not a true musician, because... Being a true musician is such a broad statement. Well, I think because I, you can my, be a true musician without making this a career. But if you want a career well, I, in being a musician, I think yeah, okay, I agree with that. Like being a true musician, that doesn't mean you need to be like on television or on the right, radio no. or whatever. You can be tour. a true musician like, to yourself, to, and yeah. that's all you need. Yeah, a true musician is a, it's like a you know you're gonna tell somebody who picks up a a canvas mm-hmm. and paints a simple picture. But, you know, you can tell that, hey, man, they've been, they're new. They've been working on it. Hey, I'm not going to tell them that's not art. Yeah. That's, that absolutely is art. You yeah. know what I mean? Now they're going to encourage that because who knows what the potential they hold. And that's what I think, like, music is art. You know, like, you know, you, you can't just, I guess, judge too quickly on anybody or, or you know, expect something that you don't even know about yet. Yeah. Well, the one thing about us, though, is bringing back the whole business aspect. Right. You know, we want this as our careers. Right. Or at least a part of our careers. Yeah. I you mean, know, like. We definitely want to, you know, hopefully hit tour, hit tour one day. And you know, but like if you want to do that, you have to have the, 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 biz, the business side to being a musician. And, and, and taking it seriously. And taking so, it very you know, seriously. And that's know? the thing, like. In a lot of my other bands, uh, we would just bring people in. Like, you know, Ty's always been kind of with Rainchild, and he's always had this really good set band, and I don't blame him. Like, Rainchild, it was very steady. I always had gigs. They get paid. Yeah. You know, me and my bands I've been in, you know, we just play random shows that literally no one gives a shit about, and like barely any people would go to. Now, there were some shows that, they, you know, they were badass. A lot of people were there. Mm-hmm. But we're just bringing in, or they were bringing in, Anybody, you know, and half the time, the anybody, bands would break anybody up. who can basically play an instrument. And it, a lot of times the bands would break up because the work they, that the work ethic wasn't there. The chemistry wasn't there or like, yeah, a lot of that or like because like that's the one thing if like any any person and I, any band, any musician that's in a band can agree with me is like if you don't have chemistry in any. Yeah, you got to like chemistry. you have to have chemistry rather if you all hate each other. Yeah, I mean, like, there's no way it's there's gonna no, work. I mean, obviously that's not gonna work, but you know, it's even it's, that's also including, you know, how y'all are playing together as as a chemistry. Because like me and Cody, we can sit down and play. You know, he he can play his guitar, I can play my bass, and we can just literally shit shit like shit stuff out, and it'll like and it sounds it great. Sounds, yeah, because sounds like, we you know, have great chemistry. Right. You know. And then it's the same thing with me and Rainchild is like, I've been in this band for so long that like we can literally just jam in a room, make a song and it sounds great because all of us are, you know, w- pretty much one together. Like we, we can join one in our, in our, in our heads because. And I think that's why like now, like black flavor is just me and Ty. Right. Because 
we don't need we don't need anybody else right now. Well, it's not that we don't need anybody else right now. We we I mean, like, okay, we, okay. we we're gonna need a drummer and we're gonna need another guitar player at one point, but as as of this moment right now, we're, we're still highly in production. Very much in production. So And I guess that'll bring us to the point now of black flavor. Like who we are. I'm sorry, Matt, I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> we we definitely appreciate your services. No, Matt has actually been helping us out doing a yeah, lot, a lot. And, and uh you know working on a lot of our drum tracks uh when when we're doing our pre-production uh songs. So far we have how many songs? 14. 14, I think, yeah. 14 song and more, ideas and, and more, and more um, yeah. We're we we are constantly just in writing mode and our goal is to at least have like at least 40 song ideas. I want to say 30 cuz but I might as well be 40. Might as well. Because when we get to 30, we're all going to have more ideas. Yeah. We're all, it's we're, we're, so the point of Black Flavor, to us at least, is we are going to just play whatever we want because that's what we like. We like to play all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You I, know? I don't. I mean, I get the point why some bands are like, we we, we can only play pop punk. We can only play metal. Well, yeah, because I, mean, I get that. That's the kind of band you want to be. But here, and, and y'all can take this one way or the other. But here's my, my opinion. Why would you want to limit your ability as a musician to one specific style of playing? Yeah. The guitar is, the, is one of the most versatile instruments. Why would you want to limit your aspect and your ability to only one way of playing? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, but pop punk, a lot of it is five, seven, nine. You can only do so much with it. I mean, uh, yeah, like there's, so, there's, like, or, there's or, so, there's, or, there's a lot of things in, you know, certain genres that they box themselves in. Like, and, and it's not just five, seven, nine. I, I don't want to incriminate myself here and get a bunch of people like talking mega shit about me. But I mean, like, it's just what I'm trying trying to say is like, don't, you don't, shouldn't, you, know, you should never box yourself. Don't box in. yourself in. Like, you know, like even if it maybe not be your style, write something out of your style and because transcend it, it into a style that, you know, maybe your, your fans are, you would like, you know, cause I understand like if you're a band and your fans are expecting a sound, a certain sound, it doesn't mean you have to cookie cutter it. Yeah. You're you not, you, the, the, the point of music is to make as much art as you can. Uh, you know, as as great as you can, and for for in my idea, I like so many types of genres of music. I like rap. I like metal. I like rock. I like classic rock. You know, I like reggae, country. You know, why not? All, like, why not make that kind of music? Why not? You know, broaden our horizon of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's the thing with Black Favor. Like you're saying, like, fuck genre. Yeah, we're we're Honestly, we're basically we are we are a fuck genre band, literally. That, like, and that's that's that that is what we're going to be bringing to the table a lot. I mean, then now, and here's the thing. We're very much right now a studio band. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, when we we're, when we're, we get on stage and we create an album, sure, our album will have a flow. Like we're not gonna have like a, a reggae song number one, and then I. A punk song and then like a deathcore song, like no, 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 we, no. We, our albums will be very, know, very much in it, like in, in a, in a, in in a, a tone, theme, in a theme, right? So, but I'm saying in general, 
as as writers, as we're gonna studio, write all kinds of stuff. As studio writers, like you know, like when we're making, like okay, like so. Let me let me elaborate what more that Cody is saying. When when we write, we no matter what we feel or, or what, what we just like to feel what we are inspired by at the moment, regardless of what like okay like if if Cody is writing a you know a country song, like. Let him record, like, like, let's record that, you know, who's to say that we're actually going to use it, you know, but who's to say that one day that we just, you know, make a country album just for the fun of it. Yeah. Just for the fun of it. That's you know? the thing. Like that's, but, but that's what I'm trying to like get at. Like just cause you can pick a guitar up. You want to say you're a, a heavy metal guitarist. That's all you play. Really? You, I mean, that's like you're really just limiting yourself to to that one genre, or you're like you're just a pop punk player, that you're you're just gonna limit yourself to that one genre, yeah. or like you're an indie player, or like you know you want to pick your acoustic up and and play three chords, songs. I mean, like, I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's completely fine. I'm not I'm not really trying to talk shit here, but I'm saying like that instrument has so much potential and so do you to to go beyond the the wall or whatever walls you might have built for yourself because you can do so much with that instrument mm. those six strings or those four strings if you're playing bass or or whatever instrument you're playing no matter regardless every instrument has so much potential outside of what you may be comfortable with so you don't be afraid to break those boundaries and and play other stuff even though it may be hard even though you're comfortable playing a certain style Try breaking away from it. Yeah. break. It's only going to teach you more about, one, your instrument, and two, yourself. You know, to to say that I can play, you know, a death metal song. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and, you know, knowing uh, as, as many death metal bands as I know, like, you know, are, you know I can't even yeah, name one. Yeah, I can't even played, name one. You played with shitloads of bands. Yeah, but, like, it, it's just... I, I like to also maybe learn a, a, a stupid, simple song just or write a stupid, simple song, because whenever whenever we get ourselves in this box, we lose that little kid when we first started playing music. True. You know, and and that is one thing that I've been dealing with lately that I've uh, really have been trying to really meditate on and to really get myself back. Um, to really, you know, pull pull my brain. That ambition. That of, well, of, well, of, you. of you know, like when, like you re- do you remember whenever you learned your first song? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, do you I remember? Re- do, me but and do Phil you, learning like almost all of City of Evil and just how fucking stoked we were. But as like 14, 15 year olds. Yeah, exactly. Learning learning those songs and not putting in your brain that you're actually going to use these songs for some reason like a cover band or you know using it for you know a show that you're going to be playing but like just learning it just to learn it that is you know it bring it brings you back it brings you back yeah. to that little kid that whenever you first picked up your guitar looked looked up you know the tabs online or if you had a tab book back in the day because back in the day tabs online wasn't you know you didn't have much yeah. you know but you go to guitar center and you look up you know find your favorite album that you want to learn you grab it and that's where I'm, you know, where I'm trying to work on again is, you know, learn, just learn, just do stuff that makes that 
for for no reason. Don't do it for a reason. Do well, it for I, your, I, do I always, it for yourself. I, I always found that you know, like me personally, uh, I don't like to learn other people's. Um, like I don't like covers. You know, like I, I'm, Why? I'm, I'm, well, I, I just, I love to write originals. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm good at it. But did you write originals whenever you were learning guitar? Well, no, but that's what I'm, but look, okay. That's what I'm trying to get at. Like when I was learning guitar, the originals were help. They helped me get to this point where now I, I view myself as a composer mm. because I can now understand a guitar so well. That I can I can create my own art, my own music. Right now, here's the deal though: when I find myself in a box, I'm I'm like I don't know what to play. I feel like I'm playing the same shit. I need to learn more music. Yeah, learning covers will help you learning, get out of learning covers. A box. Learning you know your scales again. Learning the circle of fifths. Like because whenever whenever you are just like stuck, just go back. Yeah, go yeah, literally go back take, learn other stuff. Take take a step back. Go we, back to whenever you were, you know, 16 with, you know, Metallica posters all over your wall and learn a fucking Metallica song just just for shits and giggles because hmm. in those moments you 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 appreciate it more, you know? Cuz like whenever I whenever I learned a cover that in my mind that I'm not going to use in a cover show it made me appreciate the song more hmm. because in my mind, whenever I'm playing cover shows, I know that I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to think I'm like, I'm going to have to play this right. I'm going to have to, you know, be perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, is, is this song going to please other people? Right. You know, there's so many things that you think whenever you're learning a song as, as far as a cover and it, it then makes that song work. And unappreciative because you're like, you know, you're thinking like, oh, well, I've played this song like a hundred times already. I'm kind of bored with it. But instead of playing it a hundred times, just in that mindset of like, okay, I'm going to have to use this one day. Like, it's nice. Well, that's building your arsenal. Yeah, it's building your arsenal, but it's still like you're, you're, you put, you put in your mind, like, I'm going to have to play this in front of people one day. You know, and what if what if that person doesn't appreciate this song that I like? See, and that's me and you are on two different have have come up on two different fields of the music industry. Like every band I've ever been in, and I've been in seven, eight different original bands. I've always been in original bands, and I'm not taking away that's that's because trust me, most of them have not been good. So like, sorry, whoever listens to this, if you hear me out, sorry, but. (laughs) Like, but for real, like you have been in a cover band and that also does originals, mm-hmm. which is really good. Well, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a different field. Yes. Cover being a co- in a cover band is, you know, it, you play for four hours for one, you have to run your own sound. You have to obviously know the covers front to back, back to forwards perfectly. And not only that you have to put on the show that people want mm. and also make sure the songs fit the crowd. There's so many things in a cover band well, that non, not a lot of people think of. Well, like, like that's the thing. Like having some, I said, I talked about building your arsenal. Yeah. Like then you can read your crowd. 
Well, yeah, like, absolutely. Being in original bands like me, man, dude, me and Melanie, when we started uh, Achilles Hill, mm. we played at church, and our music was not fit for that. Yeah. Like, you know, but hey, but you know what was cool? At the end of that show, an old man came up to me and shook my hand and was like, dude, you're badass at guitar, this and that, that and this. I was like, well, yeah. Our music did not fit this scene well, at all. It, it, and it, that's, it, a, that's, that's the thing about cover band or uh, like original bands. That's like a cover band. Y'all have the versatility. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, let's play this set. Yeah. Or you can, you can set. fit, you can fit the environment being like, right, okay, right. like say, okay. Say that you, you know, we're at a show and you've never played this bar before, mm-hmm. but you know, like, okay, like, kind of read your crowd. you have to like you have this certain set in your head or these you know three to four sets that you have to play mm-hmm. and you know the first set is your pretty much icebreaker you know you have like that's what's going to be like your your gauge meter of like okay is anyone going to appreciate this style and if they don't then you're going to be like okay we're going to have to switch it up let's you know instead of playing you know, a rock song, let's play, you know, a popular song that's on the radio hmm. and see if that actually is, you know, like kind of a, an, a, a you know, an eye or ear pleaser, you so know. So have y'all ever had to play a song that y'all actually didn't quite know and you kind of improvised? Uh, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we've impro- imp- definitely improvised on stage before. We haven't really like just you know gone on a whim not not like your dad we're definitely not like your dad where i was gonna ask that like because you know my dad's band i'll be like can you play this hey i think we can and i'll just shit it out yeah yeah no like we're definitely one of those cover bands that like we we try and fit the more popular side rehearse rehearse very yeah it's not very jam bandy i mean don't get me wrong like most of the songs that we play on stage yeah that's just Y'all don't know it. Y'all think y'all, that's not. I mean, know. like to say, like if it was like simple enough, then yes, we will. Well, we yeah. like we'll be like, yeah, sure, why not? But if they're if they're like, can you play like Metallica? We're like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I got no, it. we 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 don't well, we can't in play defense, that. My dad's band couldn't do that either. Well, yeah, well, um, but, but you tell them to play a Luke fucking Bryan song, and they yeah. might be like, oh, what is it? Let me Google it for a second. Yeah, let me Google it. it real quick. Okay, those are the chords. Cool. Yeah, like, it. let yeah. me pull up the lyrics on my phone. Let's let's try it out. Yeah. But um, what I, I I think what I like about cover bands, and this is this is, you know, I guess what our two paths might even meet. Mm-hmm. Whenever you play in a cover band, you you're not so heavily relied on your originals. But you're also not judged as hard, and you're yeah, exactly you're not as judged as hard yeah, because you're playing, always, you're playing you're playing you're playing popular music. Like and that's it, that's one People, thing for me. Like I've I've always been in a band where I've written originals, yeah. or I've always been like you said the hired gun, who just you know if I'm not the sole writer, I, I'm following. I'm like let me hear what you're gonna play, mm-hmm. you know, and then boom, like like John, like from Jinky, yeah, you know, like I'm not even a bass player. But that's what they needed. Yeah. Let me hear what you're playing. I got it. Yeah. Like, I mean, boom, whenever, whenever I you can, it. yeah, whenever you but, can like but, catch on real quick. But at the same time, me, I, I think it is like me being so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a very proud guitar player. You're, you're prideful. I'm very prideful. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very defensive. Which is your downfall sometimes. Hey, but okay, look, <laughs> all I'm going to say is, 
Yeah, no, I got you on that. I did like, get you. Yeah, like, <laughs> but what, what do I, can, I not come up? But I, 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 it's very important to me. Like what I come up with has to be original and unique. Right. I mean, and, and I'm not taking that away from you. There's nothing wrong to being a prideful guitar player well, because well, because for because like, for uh, because for you, I view you, every you, single other guitar player as a challenge. Well, exactly, and that's not and that and that is nothing wrong with that. But my thing is, whenever I when it, if if you were like uh, I guess what I'll say here, if you were put in my shoes, whenever I was brought into Rainchild and they told you to learn forty cover songs in about like three weeks, I would have been hard headed as fuck. You would be hard headed, but it's it's do you, do do you want to skip that opportunity? No, no, no. Like what if like one day like you know, obviously this is a very offset scenario, but like if say like Periphery was like we need another guitar player but you have to learn 40 songs i quit my fucking job you'd quit your job you'd literally sit at sit sit your ass down and learn every single song yeah i would but that's that's where i was whenever i was 19 years old because whenever i was 19 sundown audio very very seasoned musicians very seasoned musicians uh my band you know disbanded i was out of a band for about like a good like seven months and i was very 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 depressed and this it obsessed you and then this you know obviously bigger band that was bigger than the band that i was and previously was like you know if you if you learn all these songs you can play in our cover band and you know potentially be in our band i was like dope yeah you'd be dumb yeah exactly and that at that moment that's whenever i really appreciated cover bands you know, because whenever well, I, st- I, have, I have no ill will for cover bands. It's like, I mean, y'all make money. That shit makes yeah, money. That's that's where it, my like, dad makes five, six. What was before the quarantine bullshit was making five to six hundred dollars a weekend. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Like just the, playing like, covers. I mean, that's that's some people's I've paycheck. Had, I've in had, the week. yeah, I've had so many people talk shit about cover bands, and especially like, you know bigger you know more like original bands very like and i'm not like putting you in this box because prideful bands well you know they they have this stigma of cover bands where they're like you know you're playing other people's music you know it's kind of a waste of time but it's not but it's not because you're you're literally because you're literally making more money than them at at their own original show you can dude okay when i worked at the rustic in downtown houston Mm -hmm. uh dude i love that place i it's Dude, it's a dope spot. I, I mean, I, I, I don't like it. I didn't like it because I was a server. I hate serving. That's a whole other conversation we can get into on a whole other episode. Yeah. Like, but I was a server there. I worked there, whatever. But in general, the place is dope. Every single day they brought in live artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That That's super cool for a place. Now, on the weekends, they would bring in badass. I'm talking badass cover bands, man. Yeah. Touring. touring, they were touring, touring cover bands. You know, you want to know like, how much they're buses and shit, man. Yeah, and you want to know how much they make every show. Like, no, no, I already know. Dude, yeah. dude, they would make over a thousand dollars out of rustic. And some of them, if they played casinos, made two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Played my dad played casinos. Uh, Grand uh, Grand Cachada. Yeah, yeah two thousand dollars a show. They made like I think it was like twenty two hundred, and they split yeah. that between five people. Five people. That's bad, and they only were on stage for four hours. And what's and what's cool is one, they obviously you get that money. Mm-hmm. They comp your room, so you get a oh, yeah, fr- yeah. you get you a free room. Free, yeah. You stay there for free, mm-hmm. and then they also some sometimes they even you feed know you feed free. you for free. Yeah, you know, and then you're just walking out with 
two thousand dollars. You know, or, or if you're spending two thousand, that's five hundred dollars I mean, for being on stage for four hours. For four hours. Four hours for doing something like that you love doing. You know, shit, that's not even work. That's not. You're you're literally playing. So yeah, for, like you know, playing yeah. what you like to do. You know, the only the only downfall is you're playing other people's music. I mean, but at the same time, like. That okay. So here's uh, here's I'm gonna put my two cents on that. All right. Yeah, I want to I want to hear that your thing on when cover it becomes bands. a job. Oh yeah, it's always a job. Absolutely. Like okay, when me and you sit down on that and we're in that chair, and I'm writing mm -hmm. off the spot, and you're like, come up with something. Hey, that's still a job. But hey, that's that's my that's my that's your that's your empty thing. canvas that I'm throwing paint on and manipulating into how I want it to sound. Right. Right, that is my emotion. Exactly. That's how I'm feeling. That's how I want to. Yeah, and like and like cover bands is yeah. like making a Vincent Van Gogh painting. Well, okay. Like basically copying a Vincent Van Gogh painting. Well, that's what I've said. Like learning other people's music is like going into a museum and copying the paintings on the wall. There's nothing. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna go out there and try to sell that as a fake, then you know you're an asshole. But I mean, but if you can go into a museum mm -hmm. and look at this painting and paint it exactly as it is, mm -hmm. that's a fucking talent. It is. That's it, a fucking it, talent. I, I like, and that's where you know what I mean. It, it comes down to like if if you're a great cover band, which you I mean, know, I told you about the um, uh, Raging Against the Machine cover band. Yeah. I played with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dude, I swear to you, if you would have been, I, I was well, I'm not even. I was outside smoking a cigarette. That band went on. I thought Rage Against the Machine was playing that fucking shit. <laughs> I lost my fucking shit. Yeah. Man. And I ran in and I was like, what the fuck? This is a cover band. Yeah. Dude, they sounded. And I asked the guitarist. I mean, he was doing everything Tom Morello was doing. I mean, down to the, like, the taps and unplugging his guitar and playing mm -hmm. it back in. I asked him. I was like, dude, how did you learn that? Mm -hmm. And he said, I studied all their film. Yeah, that's ser seriously. That's and they took that shit seriously. They got paid badass money to play that show. Yeah, my and my band we we played for fucking free. They got paid money. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Yeah, but like, like and and I guess that brings us back to my point is in Black Flavor we are going to jump on the whole cover band train. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. Like because one, I mean it's we it why not? Like because yeah, exactly. why why wouldn't we? Because and here's my was my thing. You know what's funny? Learning covers is harder to me than writing music. It is. It's literally like pulling teeth for Cody. Like, do you tell me to write a song? Okay, give me an hour. I can come up with something. You tell me to learn a song, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> like, it's, it's ridiculous. And, like, I, and I don't know why, because literally it's easier than writing. Not for me, though. I love writing. It okay. just comes naturally to okay. me. It, that, just, it just does. But, but what... I can bring back I'm ADHD as fuck, man. I need help, dude. I'm, help me. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, he did spend some mad money on some badass books. I did. I did. Just well, I mean, they're they're not just for you. They're all they're for all of us. Oh, yeah, but know, like, the, but they are particularly for you. Yes, but we're not going to use those songs. I'm okay. Oh, you do you think we could really pull here's, off a periphery song here, out of no. fucking cover? Band? But here's the funny part. Here's the funny part, guys. He the songs that he has told me to learn are not even hard. No, literally at like, all. Literally, it's, uh, <laughs> some of the songs are four chords, and that's it. like he's like, I need you to learn this song by like Nirvana or Blink One Eighty Two. I'm like, 
he's like, hey, I got you a periphery tab book. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to start learning that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? what? <laughs> I'm like, I, 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 I don't know how to get this boy to like, I'm like, there's going to be having literally days where I'm going to have to just fucking sit him down tape him to a fucking chair and put a put his guitar in his hand and be like learn these fucking songs put a color on me daddy gross <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know the but like what i love about cover bands though is you can play your originals at those shows and here's the thing dude if you learn enough covers like seriously this is real fucking shit if you learn enough covers and just have the right people to do it with you don't even have to work your 9 to 5 yeah you can you li- can literally quit, play music, quit your job, and make really good money. Doing go on tour to uh, to multiple. Not venues. even go on tour, but just like I mean, yeah, like you that that's like the next step. But I mean, you could play all over Houston, mm-hmm. like three venues a day. Uh, let's say each venue is like a three hour to four hour gig, making if you're just playing guitar. Because yeah. at the Rustic, they would pay these people that all the one person on stage, they'd pay them like. $250 for like three hours. Yeah. Or, or if they're, if you know, they're acoustic duo, some bars pay $400. Yeah. And then if you That's can $200 hit dollars each, if you can hit up two bars a day and yeah, you have one bar like in the, like during the afternoon or like towards like, you know, lunch hour for that's, most that, bars. That's and then you go play another what, show at, spending at night. Spending 250 a day each. Yeah. Two hundred fifty dollars a day. That's that's more than I make. Shit, dude. If like you, if like I said, if you played like a, a lunch hour, like say like you went to Cabo, like mm-hmm. at my old bar. That's how they did it. Is like you played a lunch hour. There they bring in an acoustic act for for lunch, and he would play for a good like two three hours, and then you know, and I would always chat those dudes up and like you know like you know, uh, do you do you do this for a living? They're like, yeah, dude. I have to. Literally after this, I have to go to another bar and play for another four hours. But dude, they and then they and then they make five hundred dollars. Yeah, a I night. Mean, yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, uh, if you have the skill to do that, you're an idiot to not do that. I'm calling myself an idiot right now. Yeah, you're calling that. This is <laughs> this is where you are becoming. You know, yeah, because I'm and I'm serious. Like, we could literally do that. We, yeah, I know. we can. We can learn. learn I mean, we can even start out with just twenty covers, stupid, it, stupid, simple covers. And here I am kicking. I'm, I'm, I'm nearly kicking myself in the fucking ass right now because, what did I say earlier? When I get in a box, yeah, you learn, learn, more songs. learn more songs. So I'm uh, literally, I'm just, I'm lazy. Out is a minute. It's on. It's on recording right now. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> every time that you you bitch about learning covers, I'm just gonna replay this whole podcast, just so you know. <laughs> I'll write a new song. But anyways, guys, <laughs> I know we've been rambling a lot about cover bands, but uh, the you know the, it it really is just what we like to do is we like to be an original band, you know, learn covers and also do podcasts like. This is what Black Flavor is going to be all about. I mean, we have the means to do it, so we're doing it. Uh, like, you know, like I said, Ty is seasoned. No, I'm not trying to... You're seasoned, too. Well. too. I'm seasoned, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't like the fucking rap voice. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, we're coming together, actually, finally, after years of our own adventures, we finally have linked up to create something that I truly believe is going to have 
like a, a huge outcome of yeah you know like whether it's music or i think well i think it's gonna be the music because like i said y'all haven't even heard our stuff we haven't even released it Mm-mm. and i really think y'all are gonna love this shit we still have a lot of work to do but black flavor is going to be everywhere everywhere we're we're gonna be like it's not just a band it's it's a personality yeah we're gonna be like you know like crabs we're just gonna be transmitted everywhere no one no one's gonna stop us we're like lice you actually broke against us you got it now you got it that's a terrible example. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways guys we're we're about to come to our uh hour and uh yeah do you want to no, like close out. We're not like we're not like lice. We're not like lice. That's a, that's we're definitely not like crabs either. <laughs> we're definitely like a like a. We're like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, let's say you're at like a mansion millionaire's party, and they're passing around a bunch of free weed. We're the free weed. <laughs> I guess. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, we we just want to thank everyone for um pretty much listening in and we're, free, he, we're, the, hearing, free, we're the free money That's hearing, it. That's a hearing <laughs> our introduction to ourselves because none our episodes are going to be very different we're going to be talking about different things not just music and ourselves yeah. this is the the first episode is obviously going to be about in our, you know ourselves talking about us but kind of a scattered history of our yeah of us, you know and i know we were all over the place but you know but like when we actually have subjects like uh, next, you know, the next few episodes, we're going to be thinking about uh, like a couple subjects to talk about, like, you know, like checkpoints, you know, like ghosts and drugs and, and personal ghost experiences and personal tr- drug experiences. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mom, if you listen. And, you know, like just random things. We'll also be bringing on guests yes. and bringing them on with us to talk about their lives and random stuff. And yeah, so we're really excited. We're really, really fucking excited. I like I like I literally was like called Cody. I was like, we need to make a podcast today because I'm tired of fucking waiting. I well, mean, and like I said, we've been talking about it for months. Longer than that, man. We've even been arguing about the name. We yeah, before we even started this podcast, we argued about what we're gonna call it. <laughs> so we 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 we're glad to land on the black flavor radio black, black flavor, flavor radio black flavor radio because, because we are black flavor yeah and we are here to stay so thank you very much guys we hope you have a very very wonderful day and night and yeah guys i really appreciate y'all tuning in listening to us ramble on we will have something upcoming soon i don't know the exact date but again thank you for listening to black flavor radio and you know have a good ass day yeah man <laughs>